So it turns out there are 39 trillion microbacterial cells on each of us. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> can you see them? You know, I can't, right? But they're all over us. There's so much that is like, for example, how much dark energy is there? They say there's like, what, 80% of the world is dark energy. Can you see it? No, no, I can't, no. Um, if I go to, to do dental surgery, a simple thing like that, right? Do I know what the anesthetic is doing to myself? I have no idea. So all I'm saying is that there's shit that we just don't know, a lot of stuff. And that there's stuff around us that we can't see that's affecting us. I mean, we just need to look now at the COVID situation, right? Um, a bug that's transmuted now into this other thing. It's transmuted several times. Um, we don't know. And so the notion that there are energies within us or that we've been disfigured by energies is equally as plausible as anything else. So in the healing path, the more open you are, the more the I don't know, the more power you have. Hey, everyone. Um, I want to talk now about uh, healing in different modalities. Now, listen, it's not for everyone. You know, it's not for everyone. It might not be your path. And, you know, no one should tell you what to do, how to do it, nothing. I mean, I think in the end, we're our own guardians. We are all divinity. Some of us are just blocked from the light, that's all. It doesn't mean the light doesn't exist, it's just we just don't have access to it. And you know, don't believe other apes, because other apes is as stumbling about in the dark as, as each of us. I recall, you know, the authority being very quickly removed from a doctor once when a, a friend of my, uh, her boyfriend's father was very sick. And one of the biggest surgeons in New York said to him, start praying. Um, so I think we have to acknowledge that we know something. But there are massive limitations on what we can see around us in this whole big goldfish bowl of stuff. And the more we're willing to open up and to look and investigate and be curious about who we are, the more powerful a place we are in to heal. I think of Wim Hof, Wim Hof, the crazy ice man, and him like, you know, scaling some insane mountain with shorts on and it's snowing. And the power of our understanding, the power of our ability to probe beyond our limitations is truly our greatest power. If we get stuck in assuming this one version of ourselves, we're gonna, it's not gonna be pretty. So if you're healing trauma and it's deep trauma and it's been, you know, coded up in your system, um, then probe wherever you can to see how you can see it. Because one of the things about trauma 
is you're in it. So you can't see it. It's very cleverly veiled by all sorts of attachments, all sorts of resistances, all sorts of mechanisms for it to stay alive. In the same way that a virus comes in and tricks a cell in your system and then feeds off the rest of your cells. You know, it gets past the defense mechanisms. So, um, and it's, you know, it's very humbling, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> very humbling when you get into these other realms, you realize how little you knew. Um, and also extraordinarily expansive and exciting and healing um, when you're able to, you know, traverse the limitation of this particular dimension. And, I mean, science is a constant funeral because it's always, you know, things are always changing. Where we are now is simply where we are now. Again, in five years or 10 years or 10,000 years, we could have three heads or nobody. Well, we don't know. In the same way, an eight didn't know, you know, he was going to show up as a CEO in a corner office. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, we just don't know what that transformation is going to look like. But we are always adapting and transforming. The universe does not stop from moving and creating, destroying, creating, destroying. So what has all this got to do with trauma? Well, because trauma um, happens in the energetic realm, right? It's an, uh, an effect on you. And I'm thinking particularly in childhood because that's where my thing happened. But wherever your moment happened, if it's happening in the early ages of your arrival, um, it is coding you up. It is affecting you energetically. And your whole body is an energy mechanism that is responding to everything around it. And I refer to it sort of like the diagram you see in space-time with Einstein where there's a curvature in space. It's like, in a way, if you imagine yourself as an energetic field which is flat, and somebody, you know, throws a massive, great big, um, one of those uh, bowling balls at it, it's going to distort that energetic field. It distorts it. In, so it, what, uh, everybody, you have your own trauma that you're dealing with, you have your own trauma you're trying to understand and dissolve, and you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but one of, doing ayahuasca, and again, I'm not, saying that anyone should do any of this. I always believe if it comes to you and, it, and you, you, know, you come across it or you, you get a calling, that's it. But you, know, you don't just go and do it if somebody tells you. It has to be with you know, a sense that you, that you feel you need to do this. And believe you me, you do not want to do ayahuasca. It's brutal. I mean, I'm, I'm about to go if the whole world doesn't shut down soon, and I'm terrified of going. I mean, I know I have a suspicion of what I need to see, and. Uh, it's going to be brutal. And I had a flashback recently of my last summary, which is very deep, and it was not pretty. So you're not going there because, you know, oh, I just want to go have some fun. This is a very, it's like, do you want to go have open heart surgery? No, well, it's the same sort of thing. You know, do you want to go have your whole energetic system opened up by the medicine? Uh, literally, it's like being a rat in a lab. No, <laughs> unless 
you know, you, you've been severely traumatized or you, you really feel there's no other remedy to it. You're willing to just go in and just get this thing out. Um, so, so what's interesting, certainly I'm going to talk about my trauma, and it, it relates to everyone's. And it's not the nature of the trauma, it's how we keep it, right? So you are going to, you know, that, that soil that you arrive to, that, that, that place that you arrive to, is the place that gives you the reflection, safety, love. But you are building there, you're cooking there. You're cooking in that environment with those people. So each of us has a very unique perception of the world. Very unique. Because it's happened within a particular environment. So for example, the sun in Saudi Arabia is seen as, you know, darkness. Like in the Mesopotamian civilizations, it was like a, a, a demon. It was like it was like the judgment, you know, the horror that could happen to you if you got caught in the sun. Whereas in the Amazon, the sun is seen as a goddess, right? It's seen as something that is wonderful because it grows all the plants. So everything is very specific to where you are built, arrived to. So we're all having whatever, how many billions there are of us. So we're all having a very unique experience of this moment. All right. Um, and again, what's not in your consciousness doesn't affect you, even though things are happening all the time and it's affecting you. You know, um, a boyfriend that you might have had 20, you know, five years ago, it's not in your consciousness anymore. So it doesn't exist. It doesn't, doesn't have any power in you, right? Um, it doesn't, I don't even remember who that was or you know, I'm sure it was intense at the time, but I can't remember it, right? So the only thing that's affecting you is the thing that is happening to you that's still in your system that's affecting you, right? That's moving you. And when it comes to trauma, if it's really fierce um, and you arrive there and you're met with the horrible trauma in some moment, you're cooked in it. So it's very easy for, um, I call them kind of uh, these monsters to sit at the sort of the entrance of life, you know, where you're kind of fished out of the energy flow because you're little and vulnerable and powerless. And in my instance, it literally happened that way. I was, you know, taken by my own father to be abused, sexually abused. And it was kept a secret and nobody knew and... It was horrific. So I was, so there was no arrival. I was just taken, dragged straight into the lair of the dark, right? And because you don't, you're barely conscious, you, you then build inside that lair. And because it was my parent, it was so horrific, and he asked me to keep this a secret, I then had to overcompensate for him. Somebody made this marvelous remark, and I think it's fantastic. It's called, because narcissists, I mean, he was a total martial narcissist. You become the supply for the narcissist. It's like your inventory for their narcissism. I see it as fuel. He used me as inventory to, you know, like another brick in his little demonic shit show. 
to make him look like somebody important. Right. Now, in that instance, I abandoned myself. I abandoned the light. And I went to work for this shitbag. But again, I didn't know I was in the dark. I mean, I was an outline that looked great, although inside I was completely owned and empty of myself, right? So I was literally created in the dark, by the dark, and abandoned. And I gave license to and authority to that darkness. That's where I showed up to. Right? If you, if you show up in, you know, um, Antarctica and it's cold, you're going to get, you're going to accommodate to that cold. In the same way, if you arrive and there's trauma, you're, you're, you're adapting to that trauma, right? And you're built in that trauma. You're built there. In the same way, someone that lives in Sahara, a Bedouin, has a very different experience of the world um, than a person that's, you know, born in the Antarctic, right? You're cooked there, you're, you're threaded, you're built there. And of course, as a child, you can't see that it's dark. I mean, to me, everything was normal. He'd made the secret with me, I'd completely severed it, it was so terrifying. And, and built what he needed. I, again, I became the narcissistic supply, right? I became product, inventory for him. I completely disappeared, I was only used to balloon his pathetic little ego. But I took it seriously because even though I didn't have access to what had happened because I closed it, shut it down because it was so terrifying, I still had terror and anxiety, right? Where it came from, I didn't know. So you're cooked in it, so you can't see it. It's like it blends in with you. It's like a, an invader that came in, that's sitting inside of your system. And you can't see it because it's taken over. You've become it, you've agreed to it, you've licensed it, you've just like, it's, it's all around you. It's like the 30 whatever, my, nine trillion microbacteria. You can't see any of it. It's ether. This is why it's very difficult to see, to understand, and to heal. I was literally in the clutches of it. I was smothered by it. And from the beginning of the medicine, over and over, I was shown, you know, I arrived, you know, this little town in the middle of the jungle. Boom. My first dream was I was in this room with a corpse. It was him. I couldn't go play with my children. I was completely stuck. You know, I'm in the hut. There's like ghosts all around me. It was like, oh my God, it was him. I was in a ceremony having an exorcism. I was being separated out of this thing. It was all over me. It was inside of me, around me. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. I understood it had something to do with him. That's all I knew. What it was, I don't know. And it took literally five years of relentless, the medicine coming in, cleaning and cleaning and cleaning, and not 
doing the medicine, but literally just sitting once I'd already done the medicine in Peru. It was a continuation of the connection to keep cleaning and cle like I was invaded. I wasn't here. It had owned all of me. It's like an invading army that just comes into a tiny village and just takes over. It owned all of me. Everything I did was an expression of it. I was, there was not a, a, an ounce of drop of me here. My work, my for everything was in this mission to elevate, to balloon and blossom this scumbag that I had now translated into some kind of heroine or hero, which is the overcompensation for the terror I had, uh, I had experienced. So if there's severe trauma, you're completely smothered and you can't see it. It's ether. The same way that the 39 trillion micro whatever all over you are, you can't, I can't see them. There's 80% dark energy, it's going through my body, I, I can't see it, right? And, or under a microscope you can see something, right? That's why they got that CERN collider, right? In Switzerland or wherever, where they're bombarding the tiniest, they can't see them. Atoms. I mean, equations were done for things that Einstein had thought about, but they can't be seen. Mathematics is done for things that cannot be seen, but they make sense in mathematics. And the same thing can be applied to the medicine of ayahuasca. In ayahuasca, you literally get to see the unseeable, right? She opens you up like a rat in a lab. You become a whole map that's laid out on the table where you are shown what happened. Now, when I mean shown, you relive the events. The trauma is brought up, it's dredged up because it is blocked. My blockage was massive, massive. Um, I had no access to the, you know, the daily taking me out to be abused. I had, it was all shut down, none. So, and because it had completely moved in and completely owned me, I was its robot. I went out and did what it wanted. I went and chose the right boyfriends. I went and chose the right jobs. I did everything. It was using me, right? And the, the key was I had to know what happened. So the only way the trauma lives and continues to feed off you and fuel off you is a not seeing, the inability to puncture that vault, to get into that dark continent. And it's a fight, because at that border, you have built a zillion defense mechanisms. That's why it's taken so long for me to fully see, because the mechanisms I had built were massive. I had every single you know, robot troop at the border that was not gonna let anyone in to see the truth. I was not going to allow myself to ever see the truth of what had happened. And by so doing, because I had to survive, I was protecting evil. I was protecting him. Right, so there are many layers that need to be seen, 
penetrated, dissolved. And somebody said very, something very interesting. In the end, there's not a lot you need to do. You just need to keep dissolving yourself. It's not about going out and like, you know, climbing the Himalayas or smothering yourself in tattoos or, you know, going on a bike ride across the world. The act of just dissolution, a daily dissolving of the layers of armor and defense mechanisms and resistances that you have built is all you need to do. You become more light. That's basically it. We're energy, we're light, we come from source. If we're smothered in sort of black ink, or I say like an oil tanker spills, spews all its oil over a beautiful Aegean Sea, you're cleansing the site daily. And for me, that's what I've been doing, cleansing the site daily. Now my code, which comes from, you know, being ambushed by evil and thrown into his lair, says I need to become someone. Oh, I need to become this, I need to become that, right? In, when you are in the healing process, there is nothing to become, there is something to dissolve. You are being dissolved of the darkness, of the trauma, by reliving the events. So there is a point, so, so I feel like I was completely taken, I was never here, I was completely owned by this thing and it just took over and I, just, I was just doing its bidding daily in one form or the other. When you do the medicine, what you really, and so I was the trauma, I couldn't access a trauma. So, you know, I didn't know what had happened because I was running around distracting and, and doing, you know, the robot life of what I'm supposed to be. Um, the medicine will tear that down it, and you'll fight with it because defense mechanisms fight because they don't want you to penetrate and see what happened. And it, literally in ceremonies, it's, it's like, I'm not even, I'm there, but what the medicine is uh, contending with, wrestling with, is the dark that took over, that literally planted its roots in my soil. It's like this whole body of weeds that like a, you know, thriving and thriving, etc. right? And the medicine is trying to get, take them out. I'm, I'm almost not even present. All I need to do is to sit really and connect to the medicine. So, for me, the trauma was that I couldn't access what had happened. And I got bits and bobs of information that I was in a room and there were people going into this children going into a room. And, but to, to heal is you have to experience everything you've put in the shadow. And so there was a whole swath, there was a whole, I don't know, five years of abuse early on as a child. You know, the terror of being in a room waiting for someone to abuse you. I just, you know, I'm just, I've just had a sense of that the other day, it was horrific. So I, in order for me to fully 
release these entities, and I just can call, only call them entities, of darkness, in the same way you have you know, bacteria, is, is to see it, to allow myself to sit in the terror of being that child in that room waiting to be abused. To know it in every cell of my body. As long as I keep it refused, hidden, I will continue to be owned by these, these kind of dark entities in my system. I will, the bottom line, the mission is you want to retrieve yourself. The injury, depending on how fierce the injury was, I mean, my soul just left. It was unbearable. I couldn't be there. Right? So the fact, so I need to see everything and um, tear down everything I've built. So once I've evicted this horror, I can reconnect with myself and with my truth and my purpose, etc. And what the medicine does is once you drink it and you connect to the medicine, you align with it. Now, everybody, for the, it comes differently to every different people. And again, this may not be your path, but if you're on, if you're considering the medicine path, the medicine realigns you with the spirit of the medicine. And once you're connected to that spirit, everything that's not aligned with it is shown. Like, so I have all these sort of, again, it's like I would never know unless I was under the microscope of the medicine, right? That I had all these writhing things, these entities of darkness which are keeping me hostage. I would never have known that in a million years. Or believed it, or, you know, whatever. So, it's like your, your layers are taken off you when you do this medicine. Your ego layer, they say you become transparent, so only what's seen is the spirits that basically infected you, right? So, in these ceremonies, they're being removed because they're being seen. Do I want to see all this abuse? No. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. But I know that I live on the other side of it, right? Once you have seen it, you can reconnect to your wholeness, your authenticity, to your truth. None of me has any authenticity. None of me. It's all an outcome of a horrific trauma by a parent. A person built in a lair by terror when she was ambushed, you know, barely conscious, right? And had to quickly accommodate, authorize, and legitimize the darkness and overcompensate for its existence. So I literally was in bed with the devil, let's put it that way. I had made a pact with evil. I mean, evil is a lovely word. People do whatever. It, it makes total sense, right? Someone that goes against your nature, someone that goes against your spirit, someone who terrifies your spirit out of existence is evil. Someone has become a barrier to your life force. A trauma is a barrier to your blossoming, 
It's sacrilege. It's an interference in the energetic procedure and the energetic processing of your life force. So in the medicine, it's like an x-ray and a light. It's going to light up everything that you have refused. But those things that you have refused are basically blocking you and making and keeping you hostage. So until I saw what had happened, I couldn't release all the energy inside this person I had built. In order to be dismantled, I had to see the truth of what had happened. And that's how you begin to form an alliance with the medicine, right? Little by little, the seeing means that you get to form an alliance with the medicine. And as you form the alliance with the medicine, you align with the medicine, with that light. And none of what comes up can survive. I mean, it, the only way this stuff can survive, if it's fueled by ignorance, it's fueled by the dark. And it's on many subtle levels. It's on many, many subtle levels. Even the most intelligent person that's done tons of work still has layers of resistance to the full seeing of this three-dimensional being, right? You can't, you might be very blind in, like you may be the most amazing um, business person, but you might be an absolute misogynist. You don't know where your blind spots are, right? So with me, because of my uh, coding, you know, my, my relationships were friendships that were all or nothing, that were like these, um, I, I would just disappear in them. And it would all become about the other person because that's what I grew up with. I couldn't see that. I couldn't see that blind spot. And that's why I think meditation is so good because meditation, as, as if you're beginning to sort of get into who you are and see yourself, in, in this, it's almost like you see yourself like a hologram, all different aspects of yourself. Um, it, meditation gives you a viewing platform. It begins to build this muscle of almost outside of your being looking in. Oh, wow, I didn't know I had a tail and, you know, I, I had a nose and I, yeah, I just, you know, it's like you begin, it's like you're going around this hologram in a 3D hologram. You go through it, above it, in it, you know. It begins to lose its density. It becomes like a hologram. So, um, it's like your energy field is pulled apart. And we are so immaterial, we seem very dense, but we're in these realms, we become very immaterial, we become energy. And that's why in these dimensions, when you are in these altered states with the medicine, once you penetrate all your egos and defense mechanisms, you know, what's rooted within you, and these entities are rooted inside of me, feeding off me, keeping me in the dark, keeping me in this lair, are fully exposed. And as 
they're seen and they rise up and they have you know their own energetic force um, um, as you align with the medicine they lose their power so the medicine it's almost like the medicine grows inside of you I suppose that's the way I could talk about it like she takes root inside of your whole system and every time you connect to the medicine, why well, do so with the Ikaros, she's strengthened within you. And there's, uh, the greater the strengthening of this medicine within you, um, the more um, the darkness is revealed and the darkness loses its power. It can't own you if, you know, there's another power there that's taking away its fuel. So the way the medicine takes away its fuel is by exposing it. As it is exposed, it loses its fuel because now you see like, oh, fuck, that fucker sold me, right? Or you're in a room or he's clacking in the other room where someone's doing something horrible to you. All of this exposure then defuels the hold of this, these entities within you, this darkness. And the more you connect and you strengthen your relationship with the medicine, and I do that by sitting daily and listening to the Ikaros, um, the more I'm cleansed, the more the spirit of the medicine takes over this landscape. It's almost like, again, it's a village, these invaders come in, they take over the whole village, now they're eating and drinking and, you know, you've disappeared. It's like they've just taken over your whole landscape and you're just fucked off. And, you know, and whatever you're doing, it's you're doing in, you know, for them. You've become, you know, um, and then another recruit, an additional recruit to them. You've agreed because they're the invading party. How are you going to get out? They have all the military. They have all the armor. They have all the power. How are you going to get out of that place? First of all, by the time you you're 17, you don't even know you're there, you've already built to accommodate them. So you're building the whole structure within you. Basically, you're denying all of you to accommodate an invading party, which is a trauma. You're not trauma, no one's trauma. But if it moves in and settles in, then it's all over you. So, and the memory, even though it's severed, of what happened is so huge. There is no way that you are giving up your defense mechanism. I don't care how good the shrink is. There's no way. I mean, I was in therapy for a long time. I made not a dent on anything because I was protecting them. My whole system had to protect them if I was to survive. So you're not just giving up to some ape. It's just not going to happen. Much as it's not going to happen. So. The medicine is like the Mongols, right? It's like um, the medicines come in and surround the enemy inside of you. And strategically um, cut off its fuel. Its fuel is your terror. Its fuel is no love, aloneness. You feel if anything terrible happens to you, what do you feel? Alone, unloved, abandoned, neglected. There's no one there to help you, so you have to join the invading army, right? 
the only reason you succumb is because there's no one there to help you. You wouldn't succumb if there was a wonderful darling mother or relative or someone that, you know, no. You've succumbed because the whole fucking, you know, invasion is rotten. So when the medicine comes in to help you to literally, it's like a cancer, it's like having an invader in your system. To pull this thing out, she brings, you know, buckets of love. I mean, just ooze, like endless continents of love. Um, and in that love, you find the bravery to face the fear. And you know that the medicine is always there regardless of what happens, right? I have guides, Indians. So she tears it out by defueling its power. And its power is kept because it happened when you're very little and you've severed it. And you don't want to go in there because you're too scared. So she gives you the love to cushion your existence. Because of that love, you're fearless. Because you feel this incredible connection to something divine, you are willing to go in there and see it. And it is painful, believe you me. I mean, it took me five years just to get to see him selling me. I mean, I saw bits and bobs before, but in a ceremony, like full on, my whole body felt like roadkill. Like I was energetically completely opened up. It was like an operation. And there it was. I had, I'd kept it hidden. Um, so it's an evasion. And there's terror. And there's barely, you know, you're barely conscious when if something, you know, bad has happened. And you've severed it but you're owned by it because you're severed from it. And the more you don't see it, the more fuel they're feeding off you. You're more, you're, the more owned you are. You don't know any of this, how could any of this stuff? You serious, this is my family, for God's sake. We all seem pretty normal. It seemed like a lovely, perfect, happy family. Famous last words. Right. I was built in relation to this evil. So I had no it was amazing. I remember once, um, summer, it was a hot summer's day in New York. And, I, I, and they're so amazing, you get these really powerful moments like there's a piercing of the darkness. And there's a woman, she's throwing her tennis racket into the back of her car, and she's leaving for the weekend. She's completely independent. I thought, God, you know, I wish I was like that. And I thought, well, why? You know, I don't have an ounce of that independence. Even though I assumed, appeared to be independent, I was owned. Um, so the medicine, if it's part of your path, um, will tear you open and will expose the horror, expose the trauma to the light. And it's not like one, two, three, like one, eight hundred, you know, you need, a, you need to know the truth. It's, it's definitely, for me, it was a very slow burn and, you know, Layers of defense mechanisms, layers of resistance, attachments, terrors, like it went on and on. Um, and I know that I'm about to face, you know, I think another massive, brutal, sort of energetic operation to see exactly what happened. And, you know, I'm not looking forward to it at all. But I know 
that I lie on the other side of it. In other words, that the totality of who you are, the wholeness of who you are, comes from seeing all of you in all the different parts, right? And not leaving anything out. None of you can be hidden. All of you needs to be exposed. And I, I suspect that's why a lot of people get very sick, etc. because, you know, if you have all these blockages in your system, and mine was basically my whole fucking being, um, sitting inside your organs, etc. eventually at some point, you can't live in that much resistance of yourself. I just, there's no way you can, um, it's like putting, you know, sitting on a geezer that's about to burst and constantly refusing it, you know. Um, you can't possibly live in that massive contradiction. Um, so it is like coming to the other side, you know, it's like coming, it's releasing all of it, seeing it, releasing it, letting go of the energy that's holding you captive or hostage. And um, becoming whole, you know, reconnecting with the mothership, I suppose. It's the best way to put it. With your truth, with your. I don't know, again, you know, it's very scary because I don't know what that truth looks like. I have no idea. But I know I don't have to become anything. I, I don't have to invent anyone. It's just what I am. But remember, if you're young and people are, you know, horrible to you, what you are has been completely refused. You know, you've been made wrong, you've been put, I was put down, I was made wrong, I was, that was horrific, physical abuse. Um, so, I don't know what that is, and that's scary, I don't know. It's a complete loss of control, you have none, I mean, it's none, right? Um, yeah, because I keep thinking, well, you know, do I want to, you know, fly to the moon, or whatever it is, it's like, Nothing feels real to me anymore. Before, everything felt like, oh, that has an ignition. Now there's no ignition. So unless, it, wh when you take the medicine, you're so cleaned out that you can't, there's nowhere to hide. You know, you don't, there are no little, you know, um, oases to go in. It's, you're just there. You're just m massively present, massively open. Any little thing affects you, so you know exactly that it's wrong. So with me before, because I had no access to emotional, like an emotional compass, I, it was just all nice. You know? um, now it's like you, when you get fine-tuned by the medicine, you really feel everything that's going against your whole being, right? Um, and there are no excuses. It just is. There's no like, oh, well, perhaps I'm. No, it's just like this is it. This is the. I'm, I'm feeling this so powerfully that this is the truth, right? So in the same way, it's like, well, well, well you know, well, what is the truth of me? Well, I, I don't know. I have no idea what that is. And it won't be anything like you knew yourself before, right? Because you've been torn down. So it's like you almost let yourself, you know, actually it's so funny because this actually was my first intention, prayer, whatever when I did the medicine was, I want to be put back into the river. I was like a fish out of the river. It's like, I want to be put back in the river, you know, and, and be who I am. So, the transition from building a defense mechanism 
building a person, always inventing a person, to letting yourself just float down the river is a very different experience. It's a very terrifying experience of just like, that's it. You're just gonna, the river's gonna take you. You don't know where you're going, but it is the most honest you have ever been. It's the most authentic. It's the most resonant. It's the most truthful. Um, and it's real. You're no longer navigated by trauma, no longer navigated by the dark. You know what's in that dark. <clears throat> Unfortunately, too much, you know, sometimes. But it's powerful. And it can't own you anymore. I mean, you know, do I disappear? Yes, I do, on Netflix and stuff. Um, it doesn't make you holier. It just makes you more aware and more trusting and more seeing of the truth of who you are. And there's a great comfort in that. Right? It's a comfort in being present to your truth and you know, versus not knowing where anything's coming from, always inventing a person, always distracting, always like in full, full on mode, right? Um, I need to build an empire, I need to climb the Himalayas, I need to, it's just like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? Um, and, you know, releasing this darkness, again, is not easy either. I mean, it's, remember, it's all you've ever known, so it's, it's almost like you're being completely exposed when you get rid of it. It's like, you know, in a way it was camouflage, but now you're fully here, you're fully exposed. So it's all new, and it's all about becoming whole, all about returning to the mothership in a way, to reconnecting, and to really cleaning out what can only be described as poison. It's like a cancer, this thing. The, these invaders are just, whatever happened to you, and if it you know, translated into trauma, it's a blockage. It's a blockage to your life force. And I've never known a life without a blockage, and I'm beginning to learn what it's like to live just in the truth of who I am, in the general flow of the universe. And again, there's not a lot you have to do because energy is all around you. So as you're dissolving energy, so just all of a sudden people show up and it's just, there's not, it's bizarre. It's like you think in the life, I've got to do this, that and the other. But in healing, it's the actually stopping of the doing that gets you the healing. Bye.